0: Ridiculous! Welcome to Ridiculous, an extensive look into the world of Harry Potter. I'm Samantha.
1: And I'm Robin, and we're digging deeper into a world we love to learn more about the wizarding world. Welcome back. Hi! Yeah.
0: We kind of forgot how to do our intro. I
1: I know, I don't know what that's about. (laughs) I don't remember. Okay, so...
0: Let's get back in the groove. It's been a minute since we recorded
1: yeah. so um we everybody was sick, and we're i'm s- still struggling, so we're doing uh this is a, our first skype recording yeah, yeah, yeah. and hopefully the, the hopefully the audio will sound good since we did figure out our audio. Yes. next week we will be back on mics and live together
0: yes oh, you my. know
1: what the fun oh, I mean, this hello. is do what
0: you know what the fun part about Skype calls is? Is like you get to be on your like in your couch, and I get to be like in my comfort zone with no pants on.
1: Oh, I have shorts on. <laughs> I mean, I have no no pants on, but have-
0: <laughs> why, do, why do I wear pants?
1: I don't like pants. Well,
0: so I wear a lot of dresses. Oh,
1: <laughs> uh, I can't stand dresses, so I always wear pants. Yeah, um, I like I I like it. It's cool. Uh, doing the Skype, but I'd rather be face to face. Yeah,
0: I'd rather be face to face. I'll put pants on for you, Rob. I mean, you know,
1: well, I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, you can put on a skirt. I, don't really, uh, I mean, but in a pinch, it works. It's okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. So I wanted to give the links, and I need to go back and look before I do that. Um, mm-hmm. Hold, please. When we were talking about the links, links, links. Of the wand, so I wanted to go and do McGonagall's. Remember, and I said that I had her wand. So I want to remind everybody, her wand's at the freaking bottom of the page, the twenty-seven pages. So I got to find McGonagall. Hold, oh, there it is. All right. So according to, and you got this off of where? McGonagall's wand length. You got this off of where? Do you which remember?
0: Dock are you? I'm. Um, which dock are you in?
1: I, I'm in the wand dock. Remember, I said I have McGonagall's wand, and I was going to measure it. Yeah. So, where did you get her length from in the wand? Mm. Do you remember?
0: Maybe the wiki.
1: Okay, they have her at nine and a half inches. The wand, really short for her. the wand that I have that I bought from Ollivander's in Universal Studios, that is Ma- Minerva McGonagall's wand, is 15 and a half inches.
0: Goodness.
1: Yeah, girl. That's, so that's, not, that's not correct. I don't know. I don't yeah. know when it's correct. I don't know if mine is correct or if they just made it to look you know pretty or um i have somebody texting texting me from work i am it's sunday dude we don't work on sunday
0: seriously i literally just got a text from work too and i'm like not now
1: (laughs) no this is a customer i'm like dude i'm not. no i just want to update everybody on that on uh on on McGonagall's wand link that I have. I'm
0: looking her I'm looking it up to be sure. If I could find it. Yeah, so the wiki has it at nine and a half inches.
1: Well Universal did did one and it's that was it was fifteen and a half. And that wasn't including that little gem that's at the end of it. Oh was. It wasn't including the oh, gym. So it was tip to the very end where the gym is, the bottom okay. of the gym. So,
0: all right. So, moving
1: on, do what?
0: Oh, I was, I'm like truly down a rabbit hole with this now. Like, I really want to know. All right, go ahead. We'll, we'll go on. I'll get over it.
1: So now we're going into part one of spells, because it's going to be at least a two-parter, if not three, um, of spells, which you use your wand to create spells. But there are some wizards who don't need wands that can use magic. I'm one. I'm not. I have to have a (laughs) wand. I'm not that good.
0: You so, wish you were as
1: awesome as me. I'm telling you, I really did. I mean, look at your baby and how gorgeous she is, and
0: oh, no, so cute. That one picture I, you, put,
1: you put up, and she was smiling and those dimples. Oh my! Oh my gosh!
0: Yeah. Yes, she's, she's in her soft. stroller. She was so happy that day. Okay, so what?
1: So how do you want to? Because I have I have them listed, um, alphabetical, and these are the most. Uh, the list that I found said that these were all the spells in Wizarddom, but uh, that's not true because there are other spells that I have on another, actually on the Harry, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, Harry Potter wiki. Mm-hmm. I'm having an issue talking today, so but these are, I guess, the most commonly used, right? So we'll just go through these because A so, is not very long, and on the wiki there's like a lot of A's.
0: Yeah. 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 Okay. So, do you want to um, do you want to like say what the spell's for, and then um, like I've got some translations. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay, so the first one we have is Alberto, Alberto I'm learning Spanish, so uh, Spanish. If I try to throw some Spanish uh, accent in there, I'm, I apologize Alberto unlocks a door, first seen in Fantastic Beasts the movie which
0: I don't remember where that was Um, I don't either honestly, like I've been like sitting here trying to figure it out and I cannot, but Anyway, you said Spanish. Alberto is Portuguese.
1: Close. And it
0: means... Close. Huh? Close. Close, yes. Uh, it means the door is open. Oh, okay. Isn't that
1: neat? Yeah. Um, okay, so the next one is ocio, And is it Accio or ocio? Is it hard? Is it? I say hard C. Hard C. Yeah. Accio?
0: Accio. Okay. Yep.
1: Because Jim Dale says Osseo. Yeah, Jim Dale
0: also says connects,
1: But maybe he's right. We don't know. JK Rowling has never said that he was right or wrong. She's never c- commented on that.
0: Listen, so like JK Rowling is right here. Like she's like a goddess. Okay. And then Jim Dale's like right here. Right underneath her. Right
1: underneath her.
0: I loved it oh, I can, go with, I can I can go with that. All right, so Akio, Except he he may be about here. Just a little up. If he said nuts instead of cunuts. <laughs> it
1: drives me nuts. He does pronounce Voldemort correctly for the first the books until the stupid movie came out and changed it. And I guess they told him to change it. And so in the fifth book, he says Voldemort. It's like, what the
0: I need to, like, I never paid attention to it. Like, I need to get back in there and, and listen. It drives me
1: absolutely insane. When I get to book five and he starts saying Voldemort, I'm like.
0: I, because of Hang, I started oh, saying okay,
1: it. Okay, so. so um, I, that's how I say it, Voldemort. Voldemort. Uh, okay, so the uh, Akio, which is a summoning charm, and it's used, used to summon objects toward caster usually from a long distance
0: so acu me is latin and it literally means i summon and then what is this note you have here
1: i didn't put that in there
0: you didn't okay so i don't know this in here but it's in here so it says uh the summoning charm is unable to directly summon exceptionally large objects exceptionally large talk Whoa. It's catching. Huh?
1: Not being able to speak. It's catching.
0: Right? Okay. So, summoning charm is unable to directly summon exceptionally large targets, such as buildings or living creatures, except for flobberworms, which aren't considered to be worth (laughs) summoning. It is, however, possible to move a creature by summoning things they were... They are wearing or holding. It is also possible to bewitch items to become unaffected from this charm, as is the case with most bought goods. That is freaking genius. Anti theft system.
1: Well, um, Harry's invisibility cloak you cannot summon with RPA Yeah, that's a good point. It's yes. protected against it.
0: Yeah. I thought it was interesting that they said, uh, except for flabber worms, which aren't considered to be worth summoning.
1: I thought that was funny. Uh, yeah, I don't think so either. Stop it. I'm sorry, my dog's banging at the door to be let in.
0: You don't want a flabber You don't want to summon no, someone? No, I'm
1: good. I'm very good okay. with that.
0: Okay. Poor flabber worm. Uh,
1: okay, so the next one is Aguamente, mm-hmm. and it produces a jet of water from the caster's hand.
0: So it's Suedo-Latin, or possibly Suedo-Spanish is what it says. It says aqua is Latin for water. Aguamen, the word for growth. Latin. Uh, in Spanish, aqua became agua. So it literally means, like, water, growth.
1: What makes sense? say? Yeah. Okay, so alo alohamora is used to unlock and open doors.
0: So it's not Latin, but it says Walling says it's a West African word she picked up from Geomancy. Um she translated trans (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> it's these T words, man. Okay, she translates it as friendly to thieves.
1: Do that. Say that one more time. I couldn't hear you.
0: It says she translates it as friendly to thieves.
1: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this is not. This is not in in the list. So this is the next. The next, and I want to do this one. Mm-hmm. It is Amato Animo Animato animagus. It is the animal oh. spell. Yeah. It's uh for transfiguration and it's used as part of the process of becoming an animagus. Animagus. How do you say it?
0: Animagi. Animagi
1: the incantation has to be recited at sunrise and sundown every day before the consumption of the animagus whatever potion the incantation is also recited just prior to the consumption of the potion which has to take place just after a lightning storm the incantation is recited while placing the over one's heart it's pretty interesting so there's an et, et, um, etymology to it. I don't know how you like that. It it's says, my thing,
0: huh? That's my thing.
1: Yep. It says, "Amato" is a conjugation of the Latin word "ameo," which means "I love" or "I'm obligated to." "Animo" and "animato" are often different conjugations for the Latin word. Animo, which can mean I animate or I fill with breath or life, animagus, on the other hand, appears to be a port man to I don't know. I don't know what that word means. An- means it. Uh huh. It sounded like cadmium do. I don't know. Um, of animo or animal and make magus which is latin for wizard overall the incantation can roughly mean my love brings me life i am i am obligated to become an animal wizard that's crazy right
0: that's awesome Uh, though
1: yep cool okay i was trying to see if there was anything else in here that i wanted to go over Oh, I do want to go over apparition. So um, the apparition spell, it's for trans, uh, transportation. It magically transports the caster to another location instantaneously. The destination is one that the primary user, user has been to or seen in some fashion previously. It can be used to apparate multiple people at once if holding each other. No incantation required. And, uh, it is used multiple times by various people, people in year six, Dumbledore uses it to take Harry to visit Slughorn. Year seven, Hermione, Ron, and Harry use it as they search for the Horcrux.
0: So, is apparition considered a spell?
1: Well, it says it's used to magically transport the caster. So you're okay. casting it, but no incantation is required. So you don't have to say anything to use it.
0: So is it considered wandless magic?
1: I would just, I, maybe you have to have a wand, but you don't have to say anything. Remember? Because when he okay. was teaching them how to operate, to he was like, you need to have the, what was it? The three Ds, determination, destination, deliberation.
0: Is something like that, yeah. It's yeah. been a minute since I've read that one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I accept it.
1: Okay, then the next one that I want to go over that's not on our list, Ascendio, which is a charm, and it lifts the caster high into the air. The charm also works underwater, propelling the caster above the surface. And Harry uses it in the second task of the Tri tournament to propel himself to the surface of the lake.
0: You beat me to it. I was going to be like, I'll send you a cookie if you can tell me where Harry used that.
1: (laughs) And it is derived from the Latin ascendio, meaning to climb. Okay.
0: All right. You want to do Probably one of my favorite movies or favorite like... Scenes of the movie when he's like sinking lower and lower, like yeah. The, were those Grindelos, and he's like, ah, yeah, else. yeah. I
1: like that part. <clears throat> All right, you do uh, the next one.
0: Okay, so well, you give me this one, Jeez.
1: Yeah, I did that on purpose.
0: Thank you. Thanks, Robin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, Robin's Loki saying she wants to kill me.
1: <laughs> I do not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right, Avada Kedavra, the killing curse, causes a flash of green light. Harry is the only known survivor, and it is one of the three unforgivable curses by the Ministry of Magic. So, J.K. Rowling said that this is the Aramic form of Abracadabra, which originally meant let the thing be destroyed. And it was used as a spell to cure or destroy illnesses, or so... Says Wikipedia, which keeps being corrected by Harry Potter enthusiasts. We're kind of horrible people like that. <laughs> There's weird oh. noises happening in my attic. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> I don't know what it was. It was like a pet. Um, so yeah, Joe says that um, she. Decided to make the thing where like remember the original says, like let the thing be destroyed. So she said yeah. the thing. Um she decided to make the thing as in the person standing in front of me. She said, I take a lot of liberties with things like that. I twist them around and make them mine. Which she does. Um there's a lot more on Avada cadaver You want me to keep going on it, everybody? Just go on. Yeah. Okay, so um, the original form of it, abracadabra, says the phrase's origins and meanings are hotly debated by scholars. The earliest examples of it is, like, from Greek, um, abracadabra in a same medicina precipita salubrima. Now, if you can like speed that uh, go go back, speed it up and you'll hear me read it correctly. Okay. So, <laughs> so um I guess this is a book by Serannis Dimonios. Um It says it's a charm. <laughs> hey, Amy. <laughs> <laughs> She looking like uh, remember like with her hood up like that. She looked like uh, death in the little animated clip. <laughs> She's kind of like lurking back there. <laughs> she, she
1: just she just um referenced you to the death of Harry Potter and the Tale of the Three Brothers. Alright,
0: well it's okay. Uh, Robin wants to kill me with the killing curse, so I'll just that just means to come hang out with Amy. Okay, <laughs> there you go. um okay Ariana that shit sucks what y'all just made me Ariana that shit
1: sucks why would we we made you Ariana
0: did you not hear what she said about your killing curse she's Mm. gonna rebound it onto me
1: no, she said she would come hang out with you.
0: Oh, I thought she said she'd <laughs> rebound the killing. No, curse. no,
1: she said if I wanted to kill her with the Avada Kedavra curse, <laughs> then she would c- just come hang out with you <laughs> since you were dead.
0: I thought she said she was going to rebound. No. Uh-uh. Why would I want to do that? Turn up my horny I have an ear <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh. You are insane. Um. Okay. So that whole Greek word that you heard. Okay. So that is a charm against sickness, and then it says you'll see some Potter enthusiasts trying to translate it as "what is said is done," but this may be wrong. It appears to be a mistranslation. Introduced by the early 20th century Alice... Oh, early 20th century occultist Alistair Crawley. On the other hand, that's closer to many scholars educated guests about the phrases er- Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, my child is screaming. Uh... I like oh, in <laughs> um, <I> said supersonic <laughs> on Yeah. yeah. I and mean, I have beats on too. Like... Yeah, she's got her yeah, she's got
1: her uh, things on.
0: Yeah. Um that's also why I'm struggling to read right now cuz like I hear her and I'm like okay. Um so the phrase the, the translation what is said is done um is closer to the some scholars guesses about the phrase's Aramaic meaning, Aramaic origins and meanings. So Sorry, I stumbled through that. <laughs> oh, that's okay. <gasps> Sorry. Do make keep going?
1: Was that it on that? Yeah. That's
0: it. All right. So we're in the bees. We're in
1: the bees. I only had two beads on- bee- bees um, on that one list, but on this other list, there's like a bunch of them. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. So let's go through these right now, because they're like the main ones, and then we can circle back. Yeah, okay. okay. Am I doing this one?
1: Well, I, oh, I can. The bat
0: Okay.
1: Bat bogey hex, which causes the victim's bogeys. And I, you know what? And I don't know, before I read this, for some reason, I actually... Whenever they would use the word bat bogey hex, I had a vision in my head that like bats would attack you. It would be some type of bat. I didn't realize that it was actual boogers. And I'm coming out of your nose because they say bogey and not booger. So when I said this initially, when we were doing our research, I went, that is freaking disgusting. Right? So well, I'll do let me I read need it. To do one better.
0: So you didn't know they were boogers? Well, I grew up with somebody who loves to golf. I love to golf. We watched golf on TV and I was like a bogey. Okay. Oh yeah. Cause yeah, you bogey. I, yeah. I know right. with it. I never I didn't know it was boogers either until today. So
1: So, well, the only reason that I figured out bogey is when they were talking about the um, Every Flavor Bean. Yeah. And my brother said he got a bogey flavor one time. So I kind of figured it out then, but I still didn't make the connection for some unknown reason. It just... Never connected People to
0: me. Not, no snot humor
1: So the bat, the bat Bogey Hex transforms <laughs> the target's bogeys or boogers into large bats that fly out of the nose. And it was invented by Miranda Goshhark.
0: I was about, okay, I have some
1: do info. A- I have some stuff on the bat bogey. Jenny Weasley was a noted practitioner of this spell, having used it at least thrice by her sixth year. It's disgusting. That's nasty.
0: <laughs> I love it, though. So it's so funny. hilarious. Okay, so like Robin said, the bat bogey hex was invented by Miranda Goshok. And it says the use of a bat bogey hex on a non-human target such as a chicken or small animal can be fatal and may result in punishment by the wizen gamut. Um let's see. So it has known uses, but I'm assuming they're both from the um Harry Potter game, because I don't recognize these names. So so that that's all I got. Okay. So don't use the Bat Bogey Hex on a chicken.
1: Okay. Yeah,
0: that's that's your takeaway.
1: All right. So the next one that's on our list, you want to
0: do that one? The Bubblehead Charm. So the uh, Bubblehead Charm. Creates a bubble of air around the caster's head and mouth, acting as a breathing apparatus. It's literally self-explanatory. Bobblehead. head. Yeah. Bubble head. Yeah. Of course. Um. Of course, when I first read that,
1: or yeah, when I first read it, I thought about like a fishbowl. I did too. Did you really? Yeah. I was like, that, but that looks weird. They It's like a fishbowl on their head. That's literally what I saw I'm it thinking. in the movie and they had it just around their nose and mouth. I went, that makes more sense.
0: Yeah, yeah, it does. You know what I pictured? I pictured Sandy Cheeks the first time. Did she just who? Yeah, say that again. I couldn't hear you. Oh, I'm like, you. Yeah, I know who Sandy Cheeks is. Sandy Cheeks? Yeah. Who's that? Robin. Robin. It's this a squirrel. Is and Sponge
1: SpongeBob Bob. A girl, I've seen that I've seen one episode and they went swimming and SpongeBob couldn't swim. And I went, This is the dumbest show on television. And oh, I sure turned turn it off. Really? You yeah, live yeah. under the ocean and you can't swim. No, no.
0: no. But Sabby is a squirrel from Texas.
1: Oh, I know, I know who she is. I just know her yeah. name. Yeah. No, no, I know. Yeah. <sighs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just, it's just stupid. You, yeah. you you live under the ocean, but you can't swim. I'm done.
0: You can't do it anymore. You, you grew don't. up with cartoons where like... Squirrel the, with a poor name. <laughs> it's exactly what it is.
1: Oh my god. You grew up
0: with like Tom and Jerry, and I grew up with like... Bernstein.
1: I'm so sorry. I don't
0: like Tom and Jerry. Out.
1: You but missed not out a lot big time. You missed out big time having to deal with SpongeBob. All right. The next one I want to talk about on the list was the blue bell flames, which is which produces oh, yeah. magical flames that can be held in a jar. Not as dangerous as real fire. These magical flames can be touched, penetrated, and held without it burning the holder. Though it is known that's the child wanting to be let in. Though it is known to singe materials such as clothing and pants, the spell was a speciality of Hermione Granger. She used it to save Harry and Ron in 1991.
0: She uses that quite a bit. Yeah. Because um, that's the one that... She, she was doing that in her first year.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so then the, the next one that I want to talk about is... The Brachium emendo, which is done by NumNut. Oh, yeah. um, he, I know this is family friendly, but he's I don't like him. It's done by um, Gilderoy Lockhart. It is supposed to be a healing spell. So if it is used correctly and by a wizard, a wizard that knows what they're doing, it is claimed that this spell will heal broken bones. This theory is supported by the etymology. Um, it's used unsuccessfully by Lockhart on Harry in 1992 after the latter's arm was broken by a bludger. It vanishes all the bones, making it, it resemble rubber.
0: It was pretty, like, pretty gnarly in the movie. Yeah. Can you imagine how they could make that look with CGI like in today's world?
1: be nasty right. uh, good for the
0: pound,
1: then, then also the broom jinx is not on our list um, the broom jinx the broom jinx was used, is used to make broomsticks try to throw their riders off through a variety of means such as sudden lurches and violent swishing movements constant eye contact is needed for the jinx to keep working
0: Oh. It,
1: it is used by Quirrell against Harry in ninety one, and it may be related to the hurling hex. That was all the bees that I had. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. <gasps> so the caterwauling chime causes a loud, high pitched shrieking noise when it encountered. So let me find it. There it is. So the Cattawalling Charm. There is a ton of information on this charm, actually. Um. So it was used um in Hogs Hogsmeade during the Second Wizarding War. It's what um went off when Harry, Ron, and Hermione operated into Hogsmeade. Um. Thing. Sorry, there's a bunch of little facts in here. That's okay. This is that Makuza may have used a variant of this charm. When Newt and Tina tried to, or when Newt and Tina did escape the, uh, their attempted execution, an alarm bell-like sound was heard in the Makuza lobby as a team of auror- aurors rush down to the cells to subdue them but that's just a theory um and that's that. all
1: right so the next one is the cheering charm and it causes the person upon whom the charm has been cast to become happy and content
0: so i have some little things on that so the Cheering Charm was invented by Felix Summerby sometime between the mid-15th century and 1508. It says, The Cheering Charm may be connected to the counter charm for hiccups in some manner. Hmm. That's interesting. So, um, it says, When the charm is overdone, it can cause the victim to become overcome with bits of hysterical laughter. I would be hiccuping for the rest of my life. Because I am a six-year-old and get hiccups when I laugh. So, I do. It's so bad. So, Professor Flitwick taught Harry, Ron, and the rest of the charms class this charm in the third year. Hermione missed it because she was distracted by Draco bullying her. Um, It says that when... Litwick Litwick used this or when he um, yeah when he used the charm on the exam Harry overdid his and Ron had to be led away to a quiet room
1: that would have been cool
0: that would have been fun to see it was also used on the owls so that is that You ready? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh,
1: Coloportis? Coloport how do you say that? Coloportis,
0: yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: Used to magically lock a door and to prevent it from being opened by non magical means.
0: Hmm. Well do you know where that was used? In the movie? No.
1: But it sounds familiar, but I'm not positive.
0: See, I don't even think it sounds familiar. See that's why
1: that's why I, I should' I should've just used this list here. Let me see if I can find it.
0: Well, while you're doing that um okay so, so. Is Suedo Latin. Portis is a gateway or door, and the co prefix has the meaning of coming together, but the only callus colo word means neck, so. The author of this post says, I'm guessing this is fake Latin for a closed door. So it's a Joe's made up version. Okay.
1: Um it is used by Hermani in ninety six in an attempt to prevent the Death Eaters that were following her from catching up. Okay.
0: So this also says this charm was featured in the standard book of spells grade one, and its counter charm is the unlocking charm, Aloha Mora. Yeah.
1: I'm gonna go I'm gonna I'm gonna fill in the gaps. So I'm gonna go back to this list. Mm-hmm. All right, Carpe Retractum, which is the season pull charm. Uh, it produces a rope of light used to pull objects towards the caster, or if the target is fixed in place to pull the caster towards the target. It is used by Harry and Ron in 93 and 94. From the Latin, carpe, meaning to seize, and retracto, meaning I draw back. Okay. All right, we did that one, and you've got the You want to do the confringo?
0: Confringo.
1: Confring- Sounds like it? a... Hmm? What is it? Say it again.
0: Confringo. You know, like, ringo. Confringo. Oh, okay. Yeah. The blasting charm causes the I- the items the charm comes in contact with to burst into flames. So confringo is Latin for I break into pieces, I ruin. Oh uh, I know a couple of dogs I could have named Confringo. <laughs> <sighs> um all right. So the blasting curse is popular in dueling can create maximum damage um, and, if handled improperly, can prove fatal. This is the blasting curse invented sometime before the year 1430 when Alberta Toothill used this curse in the All England Wizarding Dueling Competition. This curse was first used, or was during, oh wow, this curse was used during the First Wizarding War and several times during the Second. The most prominent example was the mass killing of 12 muggles by Peter Pettigrew in 1981. Oh. Pretty cool, huh? Mm-hmm. So, and then it says Harry, Harry used this curse to destroy Sirius Black's flying, wow, Sirius Black's flying motorcycle sidecar during the Battle of the Seven Potters. And then Hermione used a, an attempt to kill Nagini and facilitate her and Harry's escape from Bethel the Bagshot's house and Godric's Hollow, but broke Harry's wand in the process. So this is a this is actually kind of a huge spell. Yeah. Um, do we just? I guess we just never knew the name of it, right? Is what it was.
1: Yeah. Because yeah.
0: Wow, this also says this spell may have been the cause of the explosion which, which killed Fred Weasley during the Battle of Hogwarts. Oh. So, that? that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. It says Professor McGonagall, Professor McGonagall possibly used the Blasting Curse to duel against Snape. Um... Harry uses the Blasting Curse against Nagini in an attempt to, pro- to kill her and possibly to provoke Voldemort um yeah that's it alright crap where did it go did you
1: lose your
0: doc you did
1: there it is. All right. System. Um It opens chests and boxes. This spell was used by Tom Riddle to open the chest in which Aragog was hidden. It was only seen in the film. Aperio is Latin for uncover or open, and Sista is Latin for trunk or chest.
0: Okay. Is that one in the which one's after that? Is it the confundus? Confundo. Confundo. Okay, you want me to do that one?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. So confundo or the confundus charm causes the victim to become confused and disoriented. So the prefix con means with or together and the suffix fundo means to pour. The word literally means something like mix, but is now figuratively used to be jumble or confused. So um, so this website says Latin for confundo was Latin for I mix up, jumble, confused. So this is a pretty word that has almost dropped out of English. Gandalf's famous confound you, Sam Wise Game do probably confused a lot of movie viewers. <laughs> it's pretty good. Alright, so, the Confundus charm. Says, this spell took a degree of skill to cast as Severus Snape, a very powerful wizard who could flawlessly perform nonverbal verbal spellcasting, had to give such considerable focus with it that he had to frown in concentration. Hmm. So, they, um, Someone affected by this charm was said to have been confunded. Uh, so immediately after the spell had been cast, the confunded person would shudder when the spell hit them. It would cause any varying degrees of confusion from a simple trick to making a person believe that they had come up with a complex plan when said plan was given them, given to them by the caster. Not only did the spell work on living creatures, but was also able to affect sentient objects. As demonstrated by an Barty Crouch Jr. confronted the Goblet of Fire, though this was noted to be a difficult task, as the goblet itself was a powerful magical ob- object. So that completely makes the conversation with Moody... Like after Harry's name had been drawn out, and they were all in the back with right. the champ, the ch- uh, champions, and that makes the Moody's line make sense. Yeah. Um. So Newt used this on a policeman in Paris when he was blocking the magical statue to the oh yeah French Ministry of Magic. I has the name here, but I can't even attempt to read French. Um Bartamius Crouch Jr. used it to fool the goblet of fire into accepting Harry's name. Under a fourth school. Yeah. Hermione used it on Cormac McLagan during the keeper tryouts in her sixth year.
1: That was funny too. Yeah,
0: I love that. So
1: I like when he was trying to go into the Great Hall and he kept backing up and then he'd run into the door and then up and he'd run into the door.
0: (laughs) I love that. get (laughs) through the doorway (laughs) Hermione is so like she's so innocent with that stuff but at the same time like it's so funny like just making him run into a door like she she could hurt this guy like seriously hurt him but she's like gonna make him run into a door I love her All right, so Harry Potter he used it on each of the two wizards outside of the main entrance of Gringotts Severus Snape used it on Mundungus Fletcher which was when, uh says after it was suggested by Albus Dumbledore. So, wasn't that when they were trying to get him to be a potter? Yes. Okay.
1: Or to give the plan for the seven potters.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, we don't know who cast it, but it was speculated that a Confundus charm had been placed on Dalish, who was known to be susceptible. Do you remember when that was? Yep. Okay uh, remind me do what when when did they see this hey, 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 hey.
1: <sighs> ask me again what now?
0: When was the dollars thing? I don't remember it um,
1: I think it was when he was um it was down when he was down <sighs> guarding the weapon. Regarding the the prophecy.
0: Oh, 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 okay, I got you. That makes, yeah, yeah. I think okay, that's so, what. So Ron Weasley used it on a Muggle driving instructor so that he would pass his driving test. So that is so something Ron would do, and Mrs. Weasley would be like Ronald Weasley. But yet
1: Hermione doesn't say anything to about him to that.
0: But I mean, about Harry him.
1: I mean, no. Well, I don't know. Cause he kind of whispered it. He kind of whispered it to Harry. Like she think she thought I couldn't pass the driving tests without confunding the yeah. examiner. And she was like, I never said that. And then he whispers to Harry, but I did confund him or I, yeah. I did. you, Yeah. Whatever. Yep. So he whispers it to Harris, Harry. So I don't know if she hears him or not. She may not have.
0: Right. Yeah. I don't think she knows. Yeah. Uh, Um, Delphi used it on Amos Diggory while impersonating his niece.
1: I don't know who Delphi is. I don't know who that is. I don't know who that is.
0: Is that, like, sarcasm? Yeah. serious?
1: No. That is big old fat sarcasm. Oh, okay. does not exist.
0: I'm looking at you like, are (laughs) you serious now? Like, well, come on. (laughs)
1: Do, do not acknowledge that name at all.
0: Robin, we need to go see it so you can acknowledge no, it. No, I acknowledge everything about
1: that play except for that chick. Yeah, did you decline
0: the whole thing. Uh
1: uh-uh. They can do uh-huh. that thing without that woman even being involved. Because those kids, she gives them the idea, but they would have done it anyway because Alvis was, he, he was having issues with his dad anyway.
0: Just saying. We need to like table this curse discussion or curse child discussion because this could get real. This <laughs> might turn into the curse child episode. I like curse child, so we've been I, do I just don't agree with Voldemort having sex. We're gonna, Robin, we need to like move the curse child episode up the list because I want to <sighs> talk about this.
1: All right. Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so the etymology behind confundus. Is a this as a well? Maybe this is just wiki wiki bad grammar. Okay, so I'm trying to say, as well as the incantation confundo are derived from the Latin verb confundere, meaning to complex or confuse or perplex. We need to move on because it's very obvious that I cannot speak.
1: We, okay, so right now, we're at, we're at almost at 50 minutes. Why don't right. we pick the C's okay. and pick up the D's and then go from there. That's there fine. All right. So you I you. have, all right, so you finished confun, Confundo. I'm um, done. I have the which I think this should be in our list, and it's not. It's the con- con- conjunctive itis curse. Um, it causes irritation eyes, force, and then shut. Oculus potion is able to counteract this curse. Dragons are particularly su- susceptible to this curse, as their hide makes them resistant to most spells, while their eyes remain vulnerable. It is suggested by Sirius Black in his letter to Harry for him to use this spell on a dragon. Um, Olamite, I guess is how you say that name.
0: I don't know. I can't see o- Olimp- it. Oh no,
1: Olymp, No, Olimp. No, Olimp- Ma- uh, Maxime, Maxime. Um, Madam,
0: um, Madam, Madam Maxine.
1: Madam Maxine. There you go. Olymp Maxime, that's correct, you're right, used a spell on some giants in 1995. So the etymology is conjunctivitis. It is the technical term for pink eye. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had that before and it ain't fun, trust me. Demonstrating its effects it. of irritating the eye and causing it to shut.
0: It's pretty interesting. Am I doing the Cruciatus? Yeah, let's... Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So... Move, computer. What are you doing? Okay. So, Crucio causes the victim's extreme pain, and it's one of the three unforgivable curses named by the Ministry of Magic. So, Crucio is Latin for eye torture. The resemblance to the word crucifixion is no accident nailing someone to a cross, a crew, was a standard and nasty form of execution in ancient Rome. Um, so, let me come back here. Back. Sorry, I'm trying to move between screens. So there's actually quite a bit on the Christianus curse. So, I think what we need to do is... Um, I'll, I'll fill in some little things about it, but I think we need to have like a an unforgivable curses um,
1: I do too.
0: episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, let me find some good main points here. It's also known as the torture curse. Um, the curse. This is the penalty further the use of this curse on another human being is a life sentence in Azkaban unless the caster did so under the influence of the imperious curse so the Cruciatus curse was invented in, during the middle ages by dark witches or wizards since the curse was created for torture purposes but also had been used effectively in duels so can you imagine dueling with that that yeah. would suck let be scared right So yeah, I think that's mostly, that's like the main points about it, but I'm like, this is a huge article on it. I mean, when I get down to the list of like successful uses or known uses, I, there's like five, six, six hits in my space bar. So that's like six screens. So yeah, it's huge. So that'll be a fun one. That'll be, that's going to be a fun episode.
1: The cruciatus curses. My back is hurting. I like it. All right. So we're, we'll wrap up there and then um, start with the D's um, for next week.
0: Yep. So like maybe
1: three, maybe even four, depending on. There's a lot of spells. Yeah,
0: there's not huge, even doing all huge of them. I think. Um, I think yeah, right. I think it may turn into four because I think we could yeah, pretty easily move the Unforgivable Curses episode up to fit in with this chunk right here. So yeah. Okay. We could do four. All right. we we'll got his,
1: his history of magic.
0: Yeah.
1: No, just history. Oh, no. We changed it. History. So is
0: magic. it? Is it like completely? It fits my personality that we have to have like history of magic, considering I'm going to school to be a history teacher?
1: I think it's I
0: am Professor Benz, but I'm a fun Professor Benz. Well, Don't
1: say that because he's dead. And like his personality oh. is dead as well.
0: I thought I was fun, Professor Benz. There
1: you go. okay. No, do you, you be Professor McGonagall. like listen to me, Joel.
0: I strive to be Professor McGonagall. She is like, she's career goals. <laughs> That's right.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> and you know what? Today's International Women's Day, so let me just like I have two here. I have like three heroes in my life, okay? My grandma, RBG, Professor McGonagall. So, happy International Women's Day.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you
0: go. <laughs> um, so, on History and Magic, Guthrie Lock. Lockhart of Scotland writes of the discomfort of riding broomsticks. The Scottish wizard described the pain resulting from a short flight on an early broomstick. That's it. That's that's it. All right. So, okay. Yeah. Did so I say that was eleven oh seven? What what? I couldn't remember if I said what year it was, but it was eleven oh seven. Okay. So, yep. So.
1: Uh, we had our contest, and who yes. won? Little yes. Miss, Little Miss Lucky Jules, Little Miss Julia. Um uh, So we 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 do want to do it again. We're gonna wait. Yes, and but we'll do it again. Um, and hopefully we'll pick up more listeners, and they'll actually post and do uh review yeah so
0: go review us on itunes go like us on facebook especially in our group in our group, know, and in the
1: group and let's talk
0: yep you yep,
1: yep. Uh, uh, so do social media okay <laughs> so you, you do social media
0: huh
1: I said you do social media. Oh okay.
0: Be sure to join our Facebook page, Ridiculous Podcast Group, and at Twitter and Instagram at ridiculous Pop. You can follow me on Instagram at Samantha Goddard03.
1: You can follow me on Instagram at running my pups. Also be sure to rate and review us on iTunes. And next week we will continue spells. Well, Wands is in the dark.
0: Oh, I was like, wait, Wands?
1: Okay. Yeah, no, Spells Part Two. Part Do. Do. Part Do. Um, Thank you for listening, and we hope you come back for more Potter. We do not need magic to transform the world. We carry all the power we need inside ourselves already. J.K. Rowling.
0: Girl, be freaking kind.